Welcome back to the Small Biz Office Hours podcast. I am your guide, Kate Markovitz, and today I wanted to talk to you about business mindsets. Goodness, could there be anything more foundational to starting or running a business than your mindset? I think we will discover as I record more of these podcast episodes that mindset is going to be a huge piece of this podcast. I want to give you actionable, tangible things that you can go and do to implement into your business, different strategies and action tips. But at the end of the day, your mindset is what really is going to help you be successful, be resilient, get through the low times because there will be low times. Get through the high times because there will be high times and really just stay committed and consistent in your business. Mindset is so, so important. And the other day I was perusing Pinterest as I often do. I'm a big Pinterest fan. I have a three-year-old daughter at the time of this recording and she's a pistol. (laughs) So I was just, you know, helping, trying to find some strategies to help really foster her personality and how I can speak to her in a way that she will listen and she will gain from it. And a lot of the things that were popping up on Pinterest, I realized could apply to my beauty counter team. Like, oh my goodness, if the women on my beauty counter team who are opening small businesses, if they adopted this way to talk to themselves and this resilience and these this confidence building questions, they would be so much more successful. I find that most of the mentoring that I do within that direct sales space is around mindsets and helping someone really grow in that area. In fact, yesterday I actually had office hours and one of my teammates that came to it said to me, I am amazed at the level of growth I have experienced in this business. It's something that I did not expect. And it has just been really powerful and to see where I was and where I have gone. So I love that feedback. I thought it was fantastic to hear how your mindset can really grow and develop. And that is exactly what happened to me when I opened my first small business officially, which was part of an MLM organization. And I want to talk about MLMs in a future episode because I actually think that opening an MLM, if you have your own product in mind, is a fantastic stepping stone. So I want to talk about that in the future. But anyway, 10 years ago or so, maybe not quite 10 years, I opened an MLM company and my mindset was not right. I had a lack mindset. I took everything personal. Um, I was very nervous and afraid to talk about my business. And it is so different than the mindset I have today and the way that I approach my, my business really from a place of how can I provide value? How can I provide service? And thinking about that person on the other side, it was really making the business more about me than I was making it about them and my customers. And so I have seen the way that your mindset can impact 
the success of your business. So I just want to go through and talk a little bit about business mindset um, and then hopefully give you some tools at the end that will inspire you to work and develop on your own mindset. So the first thing I want to talk about is knowing why you are in the business. And this is foundational. This is something that you will come back to over and over again is your why for opening your small business. So if your why is financial, if you are purely opening your business because you want more money, that business is likely going to be a short-term business because motivation around money is not enough to keep you going when things get more difficult because there are a lot of different ways that we can make money. It does not have to be the business that you are opening. And in fact, it's hard to make money for a while when you open a small business another benefit of an MLM. I know that there's going to be a a lot of direct sales uh, women listening to this podcast. So making sure that you have a strong reason behind why you're in the business. If you want to hear more about this topic, I really like the book Start With Why by Simon Sinek. That helped to really peel back the layers of the importance of having a why and a mission. And that is one of the reasons why I joined Beauty Counter, because I have always loved skincare, makeup, the girly makeovers as an activity to do. But the why behind Beauty Counter in having a mission and being a B corporation in the advocacy and trying to get safer products into the hands of everyone by helping to impact the laws in our government was ultimately way more appealing to me because I am also a huge advocate. I want to leave an impression on this world and to think that I would be able to do this while also helping people find skincare and makeup products that they use and love was a no-brainer for me. And so that really helped craft the start of my why. It drew me to the company because the company really had a why that I could clearly define and clearly understand. And then also adding the layer of having a daughter and knowing that she's going to be using these products someday and that right now not everything is tested for safety. And this is a concern. This is not okay with me that Europe is able to have more safety laws in place and we don't have them in the United States. So you can tack on layer by layer. So what you need to do is you need to sit down with your small business and you need to get into your why. And it cannot just be, I want to make money or I want to have a part-time job. I want something for myself. You need to keep pulling back those layers. And maybe you do need to earn more money. I think everybody needs to earn more money, right? But why do you want more money? Do you want it to be able to contribute to charities and make a difference? Do you want to move into a dream home where your family can really thrive and feel comfortable and have enough space? Really dig down to the root of the issue instead of just saying, oh, I want a part-time job or, oh, I want to earn some money. The second thing that you really need to, to get right to have the correct business mindset is knowing who you are talking to. As I alluded to at the beginning, when I opened my first small business, it was 
it was about helping people. Of course, it was about health and fitness, but I took things personally. So when I was trying to help other people, if they were, let's say, not interested, it felt like rejection. It felt like they were not interested in me and what I had to say. And truly, it was more that they were not in the right place in their life for what I had to offer them and or I was not presenting it in a way that they could see the value in it for themselves. So understanding who you are talking to and making sure that that is the person that you are trying to reach. For those of you, again, that are in direct sales, and let's say you know that you also have a health and fitness business that you are trying to get started in the direct sales space, and you are forcing it upon people who are friends and family because that's what you've been told to do or that's like the low-hanging fruit, but they are not into health and fitness. Like That is not the thing that they care about in this world. You're going to feel salesy. You're probably not going to feel great because they're not going to be interested and you might take it personally, right? Because they are not truly who you are talking to. They're not that ideal client or that ideal audience that wants and receives this information. So you wanna sit down and think about the person who needs your products, right? Is it a he, is it a she? What does their life look like? Uh, you know, Where do they spend their time? What are their hobbies? Get really specific so that when you go to talk about your product, you are thinking about that one person so you have the right mindset because you're like, I know exactly who it is who I am trying to help. And basically what you're doing is trying to get out in the world and find that person over and over again so that you can give them the solution that they need to their problem. The huge one for business mindset is offer, operating from a place of abundance instead of a place of scarcity. This is the one that I need all of you to really hear right now and receive. You cannot operate from fear. If you are operating out of fear, I am telling you right now, your business is not going to thrive. There is enough to go around. That's always one of the uh, common objections I hear is it seems like everybody is doing this. But I want you to know right now that there is enough that you are enough. I want you to say that affirmation a couple times right now. I am enough. You are trying to reach that audience that you just defined up above. And that may not look like the same audience as your teammate because you both are bringing different life experiences to the table. You both have different interests and you're gonna be able to speak to different interests. So you is what makes it unique for your business. And so you are enough and therefore there is enough around you. So I wanna talk a little bit more about the abundance and scarcity mindsets and give you some examples. So, an abundance mindset is going to be really collaborative. Everyone is working together. You're not 
only giving a little bit because you're so fearful that somebody's going to steal something away or take your idea. Competition is that scarcity mindset. Collaboration is an abundance mindset. Let's talk about change for a second. With an abundance mindset, you can embrace change. You know that change is the only way forward. And sometimes that change doesn't work out and you have to pivot again and make a new change. But if you do everything exactly the same as you have always done, it's going to plateau at some time. If you fear change, if you're worried about change in a business, it's really not going to help you get to that abundance mindset place. So embrace the change be open to it and allow it to be something that you try in your business to see what the results produce. Being generous is a great example of an abundance mindset versus scarcity where you're afraid you don't want to offer help. You're, you know, you're thinking of all the potential negative downsides to offering anything to anyone else, either for free or it's going to take your time, whatever it is, get to the place of abundance where you can generously offer your time, attention, um, money, whatever it may be, so that you live in a place where you are giving freely, so then you can receive freely. I also have here a list of some common business mindset roadblocks that I have heard from either teammates or I've seen on social media. Um, And I just want to go through and talk about those real quick. The first one is everyone else is doing the same stuff. That's often a common question, especially in direct sales. Isn't the market oversaturated? Sometimes I really do scoff at this objection, and I'll give you an example why. So as I have mentioned several times, I am a beauty counter consultant. At the moment, beauty counter is not at all, not at all saturated, especially where I'm living in the Pittsburgh market. I am the only beauty counter consultant in my neighborhood. There's not very many in our school district. And yet I get the question of, isn't this oversaturated? And when I think about it, like our neighborhood, for example, has, let's say, 60 to 70 houses. Even if I got, you know, let's say 20 percent of of the neighborhood, let's just even say 10 houses. And, you know, there are products in that house or in that one house for several of the family members. I will get it out, I promise. If I had 10 more new customers, 10 more families purchasing beauty counter, that could sustain a couple thousand dollars into my income every single year, right? And this is one neighborhood of my entire school district. So what if I hopped over to one other neighborhood? And that's not even opening up social media and being able to talk to thousands of people, hundreds, not even, let's not even go to thousands. Let's use hundreds of people. I think one of the things people misunderstand is that you don't need to have thousands of customers to do well, especially in a small business industry where people are going to be repurchasing products. You need a smaller, loyal group of 
customers and that is going to be enough. So everyone doing the same stuff, really what I wanna to say to you, what I said before is that you are unique to your business, your experiences, the way that you explain your products or services, that you are the value that's being added to what is already being done out there. So embrace what is unique about you. I just said this to my teammate the other day, think about the topic within your um, little business that you love to talk about and create resources or a, a touching stone for people to get in touch with you. So let's say you love to talk about how you overcame acne and you can share lots of experiences, lots of products that you have tried in the past that did not work. You have this clear transformation about acne that does not mean that you can't help other people with acne, but because you are becoming either an expert or you're just very confident in talking about that one topic and you can share about it with confidence, people are going to get to know you, like you, and trust you more. And so that's going to help them say, oh, I can see how Kate can help me because she had such success with helping somebody with acne. So I can reach out to her and she might be able to help me with my, with my problem. So you are really what is unique. Another common business roadblock I hear is I could never be as good as and then fill in the blank. So you may have heard a couple of these things before, and the reason they become cliches is because they are true. Don't compare your beginning to someone else's middle. It is not fair for you or even for me to look at someone around me who is not at the same level as me and say, oh, I should have that beautiful website with all of those like SEO and funnels and it should be set up perfectly when you're just getting started and you're like literally trying to figure out how am I going to grow this business? What do I want it to look like? Who am I talking to? When you are getting started versus someone who's been in the business for years and has time to develop a lot of the systems or the pretty graphics or the beautiful website that you're seeing, it is not a fair comparison. You're using a highlight reel to judge yourself, right? Do you see how those things completely don't overlap? Think about a Venn diagram. Like, What do you have in common with that person? Okay, maybe you both own a small business but they have years under their belt. They may have a team of people working with them. They have, you have no idea really what's going on behind the curtain of their business. That's a big one too, especially if you're just like looking around on social media. So it is not a fair comparison. It's apples to oranges. It's, it's something that you're doing to really self-sabotage your own business mindset. This thought also totally negates or just discounts the learning process that that person went through to get to where they are as if there was no hardship for them, right? Like, oh, it looks so easy and it's so beautiful, but that's completely untrue. And we really want to enjoy the process of getting to where we want to go, of seeing all of the quote unquote failures as really just lessons learned. Oh, I'm not going to try that again. That wasn't very successful, right? 
So thinking I could never be as good as is just something that you need to stop right in its tracks because you are on a different journey. You may be on a different point of your map and you have to put in the hard work to get to wherever that other person is. Another business mindset. What if I, or business roadblock, what if I fail? So here's what I have to tell you. You will fail. You're absolutely gonna have setbacks and conversations that don't go well and months where you feel like, goodness, should I even be doing this? I don't know that I'm cut out for this. And that is going to be okay. Because if you do not fail, you will not succeed because there is no way forward without failure and lessons learned and hardship because you are not going to get it right the first time. You have to learn to take things as feedback and not see them as failures. And you are not perfect. I am not perfect. Don't expect me to show up here perfectly. So don't expect yourself to show up perfectly. In fact, a lot of people really connect with you and with other business owners when they do see the flaws, when they can understand that you have the same flaws as them. It's another reason why people who are opening a small direct sales business, let's say in um, a fitness space, and they're worried because they're like, well, I still have some weight to lose. People really love and connect with that journey and that story that you are on. You know, as long as you can communicate the value and how the products and services that you're providing are helping you along the journey, and you can um, help people understand how it all fits together, that's what you want to communicate. They don't want you to show up perfectly. They just want to understand how you're helping yourself and how you can help them. So a couple tools that I want to share with you to help you with your business mindset. The first one is to really use affirmations. And this is just one that I know people are going to feel silly with. I felt silly with, you know, when I became a believer of affirmations, just this is a side note, in labor. When I was in labor, and things were really hard. I wasn't sure I was going to make it. I was using some affirmations to push myself through that next contraction, that next little challenge that I needed to get through. And I, I said them over and over and over again to myself. And guess what? I made it through. <laughs> so using affirmations can just really be powerful to reprogram what is going in and on in your mind. I like using post-its with some favorite quotes or affirmations to kind of have around the house. Um, sometimes when I am sitting down to write out my to-do list for the day, I will write an affirmation that I need for that day up at the top of my journal. If you need affirmations, you're like, I don't, where would I even start? I don't even know what, where to start with affirmations. I would think about those abundance. I would look up some abundance mindset quotes or ways to have an abundant mindset and craft your own affirmation around that, that mindset because that is the most important one in really getting your business mindset correct. A journaling practice in general can be extremely helpful. 
there's something that happens when you actually write something down in your own handwriting and you're looking at it in the way that you process it. So I have definitely had goals that I have said over and over in my head, like, oh, I want to get you know, I want to get to this title. I want to get to this title. And then when I actually was sitting down and writing down some 10 goals that I had for 2020, when I wrote down, I want to get to this title and I had it there in front of me, I'm like, that's actually not what's most important to me. That is not really what I care about and what I want to happen by the end of the year to feel good about myself and my business. And I had said it in my head over and over again for maybe a year or so, thinking that that was my end goal and realizing that it wasn't just because I finally wrote it down was super powerful. You can do a future self-journaling practice, which I do think is very helpful, is, is writing as you are in the future, like you have accomplished these things. I think that can also help you realize like what truly are my goals. And then for your business mindset, I want you to take action, but I want you to start with something that's going to give you a little boost of confidence. So don't go to the thing that's like the big, scary, audacious goal, which is what a lot of people are going to tell you to do. But if you are struggling with your business mindset and you're feeling in that place where you might be a little bit down, start with the thing that's going to build up your confidence. Start with the thing that you love to do about the business that you feel really confident in. Um, as an example, take one of the areas in your business and create either a blog post for it or maybe highlights on Instagram, something that can live as an evergreen product that really shares your transformation, um, your story, maybe you share why you joined the business and have that live as a place where you can point people to in the future. That's going to feel really good. Not only did you talk about something that you're confident talking about, you can use it as a resource for other people when you are sharing your story or when you're having a conversation with them. And that's going to feel really productive, really good, and give you that little boost of confidence that you need. So anytime that you are feeling down, you're thinking, oh, everyone else is doing the same thing. What if I can't do this? Do something that's going to boost your confidence immediately so that you can pull yourself out of that negative thinking. So that's a little bit about business mindset today. I hope that you learned something. I gave you something that you can work on or think about. I hope you are enjoying the small business office hours. I would love for you to subscribe to the show and stay tuned for episodes as they come out. If there's anything that you want to hear, please pop over to anchor.fm slash small biz office hours and you can check the show notes for more resources and you can also reach out and let me know what you are currently struggling with. You can also connect with me on social media at Holistic Kate. I am happy, so happy to connect with all of you and hear about your small businesses. It truly brings me joy and is the whole reason I started this passion project. So thank you so much for being here and I will chat with you next time.